0: I'm curious to know, when was the last time you sat down and analyzed your own perspective? If this question is a bit of a wake-up call for you, I guarantee you, you're not alone. So tune into the episode today to find out how to analyze your own perspective. You'll also learn what perspective shift I've had that has made me come to the conclusion that this is the last Lead Your Life podcast episode you have to stay tuned till the end of the episode to find out all the details, but there's something new and something different coming. So let's get started. Welcome to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love, their work, and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 128 of the Lead Your Life podcast. I am excited you are here today. And I am really excited to dive into the conversation today. But before we do that, I just want to check in with you. How are you? How is your week going? How is business going? I know there's a lot in the news about a recession and a downturn and interest rates and the war in Iran. And there's so much on our plates, all of our plates right now. And I just want to check in with you. Have you had a moment to just pause and also check in with yourself? Are all of those things clouding your perspective? And how do you show up with a growth mindset, even if those things are still happening? It can be tough. But that is why I invite you to come to the podcast and sit here with me week after week. So we can start to unravel some of these conversations and we can do it together. One of the things I'm a big advocate of is community. I know that we can all do more and do better together. So I just wanted to check in with you just to start off this week's episode. It's also starting to feel like fall here in Los Angeles. The days are still pretty nice and warm, but the evenings are getting chilly. And I always have my friends on the East Coast laugh at me because I think when it gets under 70 degrees, You know, we're breaking out the Ugg boots and the scarves and the beanies, but it is starting to get cool at night and the trees in our neighborhood are starting to change colors. So I love fall because fall is really around what we're harvesting. And it's also when things start to slow down. I thought that this would be a great episode for us today because our perspective is something that we have harvested our entire lives. And we're going to get into everything around building our perspective today. But I want you to stay tuned because as I promised last week, I do have a big announcement around the podcast, as well as my business. And it's going to be intertwined into the lessons today around perspective. And I'm going to be sharing, as I said in the intro, all about perspective, but also how I needed to sit with my own perspective, and how me sitting and thinking and reevaluating my perspective made it possible to make these big changes in my business. And I can't wait to share the news with you today. So stay tuned. So I invite you to pull out your notebook, your journal, a piece of paper, the notes on your phone, whatever you are using to take down your insights from the podcast week after week. I really want you to take some time to think about the question that I asked up front in the intro, which is, when is the last time that you took some time to be actively engaged in thinking about your own personal perspective as a leader? Again, as I mentioned in the intro, if you haven't done this, don't feel bad. There's no judgment here. The reality is you're like most of us. Most of us haven't sat down to think about our own perspectives. And just so we can level set, when I'm talking about perspective, I'm talking about your viewpoint. It's the way that you show up and the lens in which you see the world. And that viewpoint comes from a lot of different things in our lives. It comes from our life experiences, our business experiences as leaders. It comes from our core values. It comes from how we were raised as children. It comes from our current state of mind, which could also include our health and our mental health. It really encompasses the assumptions that we bring into any situation. And there's a whole host of other things that go into making up our perspective. It can be the social media that we're on. It can be the news that we're watching. It can be the people that we surround ourselves with can be our education, our socioeconomic status, whether or not we had siblings growing up or we grew up an only child. So our birth order can affect our perspective as well. Any therapist or psychologist will tell you that your perspective is really rooted in your childhood. Most people don't take the time to stop and reevaluate their perspective. So I'm definitely going to get into the benefits of expanding your perspective and taking time to analyze your perspective. And I'm going to give you some very actionable steps moving forward to go through this process. But I want to talk about really quickly some of the detriments if we don't evaluate our own perspective. First and foremost is we have a very narrow view of the world. And that narrow view of the world leads us to have blind spots as leaders. Those blind spots, in turn, lead us to making decisions in silos, in a very narrow space. It lacks perspective. It lacks diversity. It can also hinder innovation in our organizations. And therefore, it affects the bottom line. I love this quote by Douglas Abrams that says, if we change the way we see the world, this in fact changes the way we feel and act, which in turn changes the world itself. So just by stopping to pause and to even just identify and understand and be open to the fact that we are bringing a narrow perspective to our leadership has the possibility to significantly change not only our business results, but also have a big impact on our organization, our people, and the world at large. And when we are a leader who has a very narrow vision and a narrow mindset, it really leads to what I call a fixed mindset. Leaders like this can find themselves tangled up in a lot of stressful conditions. They stifle their own business growth because what happens is they are operating a culture of fear where their team is too scared to take risks, too scared to innovate, too scared to express ideas. Their people are feared for being incompetent. And so they try not to make any mistakes. And a fear of making mistakes leads to a culture of fear where from a business perspective, there's either dismal growth or negative results being posted. And while I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on the negative here, I do want to spend some time talking about the impact of a lack of perspective. So I want to take you back to 2006. When Tom Shoes founder Blake Mikoski was traveling in Argentina, he witnessed the hardships faced by children growing up without shoes. I love Blake. I think he has a great heart. I've loved his story from the beginning. What he decided was that there was a simple solution to the problem give them shoes. What he did is he created a for profit company that funds free shoes for poor children without relying on donations. Essentially, his business model is the one for one model. So, as consumers purchase a pair of shoes, then he gives away a pair of shoes. On the surface, this seems like it's a great idea. Shoes are important. They protect your feet. They're a basic requirement for participation in a lot of public life. Not having them sounds like it would be a problem, which means getting shoes seems like it would be a great solution. And the marketing that Tom's used was fantastic. It put you in the driver's seat as the consumer made you feel that you were making the world a better place because you were buying a pair of shoes and then that second pair of shoes was going to someone in need. And so with a very minor effort on your part, you could make a big difference in the world. And the reason why I love this story so much is because Blake has a great heart. He is someone who absolutely got into this business because he genuinely and authentically wanted to make a difference. And it's such a great segue into thinking about our leadership. The way I think about it is most people have good intentions. They are coming from a good place. They are coming from a place of wanting to do well for their company, for their people, and for the bottom line. But here was the problem with the Tom's business model. It wasn't taking into consideration what was being valued at the local level. From Blake's perspective, basically, he was making some logical leaps, which were the hardships that poor kids were facing were due to their lack of shoes, and that giving them those shoes was the best way to address those problems. However, neither of those situations, unfortunately, were correct. When Tom's finally worked with an outside research team to evaluate the impact of its shoe donations, the researchers found that they were not having a big impact, the kids liked the shoes, yes, and they used them to play outside a little bit more often, but there was no significant improvement in their school attendance or their self-esteem. The data actually suggested that the shoes caused the children to spend a, a bit less time on homework because they might have been too busy playing outside. And what also happened is it was making the local shoemakers go out of business So while the intention was good, it was actually putting some local businesses out of work. Now, I know there are a lot of us that bought Tom's shoes thinking that we were making a difference. I also want to let you know the good news. Blake Mikoski was able to get some outside perspective. And because of that different perspective, Tom's changed their business model in 2021 Amidst a major rebrand and a product overhaul, they announced that they are no longer donating a pair for each pair purchased. Instead, they've changed their business model to give a third of their annual profits to local community-focused organizations who, in turn, know what's best for their own communities. So again, I applaud Blake McCoskey for making this transition and gaining a different perspective that therefore will have an even bigger impact in the communities that he's trying to serve. So that is a great example of a leader who had a very specific and heartfelt perspective, wanted to put it in action and did so, but it didn't really achieve the desired result. What I ask you is what perspectives are you implementing as a leader that you haven't double checked. One of those that comes to mind is working hybrid. So many organizations are just following the trend and having folks come back to the office two or three days, set days a week, and then maybe having two days work at home. But I'm curious to know from your perspective, why are you doing that? Because what I'm hearing from a lot of mid-level managers, And other associates are that they're in the office and they're on Zoom calls and that they are missing the flexibility of the work from home situation. Another perspective is that people do enjoy being back in the office, but are you doing what's right for your people, for your organization, for your team, not just following the trends? Because I think it's really important and obviously it depends on the industry as well. So we've kind of talked a little bit about what perspective is. We've also talked about taking some time to think about your own perspective, the drawbacks of not looking at your own perspective and some of the negative aspects of it. But actually, I was having this conversation with my daughter before I was doing this podcast. She brought up a great positive example of not taking time to analyze your own perspective. And that is you might not realize the unique strength of your perspective. I realize this is a catch-22 because I'm saying there are a lot of blind spots when we have a narrow perspective or when we are in a fixed growth mindset and we are very sure and set in our perspective. But she's right. There is this other side of perspective is that if we're not sitting down to think about our unique perspective and what makes us an authentic leader and the strengths that we bring to the table, and the unique perspective that we bring to the business, then we aren't really owning that part of ourselves either. Your perspective, your unique, authentic perspective is a strength. And so I invite you to think about what is it that you uniquely bring to the table? What perspective, what experiences, what values What other industries or cross-functional areas have you worked in that broaden your perspective as a leader? I don't think many of us take the time to really acknowledge that for ourselves. So I invite you to do that. And now I want to dive into the part of the podcast where I'm going to give you some actionable steps to do a perspective checkup on yourself. So these next steps were influenced by a Forbes business article On what you can do as a leader to understand other perspectives and why it's a key leadership skill. And the first step that they talk about in the article is perspective taking. And that is really developing the skill which gives us the ability to take a different perspective. For fun, try this out. Close your eyes for a moment and imagine yourself taking the point of view of one of your employees. And once you reach that point, ask yourself, as an employee, what do I want? And then take the time to ask yourself, as an employee, what do I fear? And perspective taking is all around empathy. It's rooted in having empathy for others and being able to see their perspective. If you think back to the answers that you just answered, if you take a different perspective, such as a manager or as part of the executive leadership team, How do those answers differ? And it's really about taking a perspective at each different area of the organization, understanding the situation from many viewpoints. One of the articles I was also reading as I was doing some research for the podcast talked about the beach ball method and about how these different perspectives occur within organizations. Each person from every level within the organization's hierarchy has their own color stripe on a beach ball. Of course, it takes all the individual stripes coming together collectively to make up the beach ball. The analogy comes from the idea that no one single person holds the whole truth, but rather a mere sliver or stripe of it and that every stripe counts. So going back to the first skill, which is perspective taking. What perspective taking is, as a leader, you're owning that your perspective is what it truly is, your own personal point of view. The second skill is perspective seeking. Now that you can consciously listen to the perspective of others, can you also see it as that, as it's just a perspective? It's not something good. It's not something bad. There's no judgment in it. The essence of this skill is about reaching out to people with diverse opinions and thoughts and backgrounds and experiences to better understand their point of view, either broadly or on a specific topic or situation. What it entails is about being truly and authentically curious about hearing and learning and exploring their perspective. If you need some help with curiosity, you can go back and listen to episode 124 and 125, in which it's a two part series on the power of curiosity. And then the second step is how to cultivate curiosity. So I invite you to go back and listen to those episodes as well. What happens here is the biggest trap of perspective seeking is reaching out to people that we feel comfortable with, that we know are going to typically be aligned with our perspective. This can put us into siloed thinking, and it puts us into a situation where we're not seeking out diversity. The richness of using this skill is actually hearing from people who may have a completely different point of view than you, and you owning and understanding that you have those blind spots or new things to consider. This is where the power of mindset really comes in. Because when you're in perspective seeking, a lot of times we're under time pressures, we're under constraints, and it can be really easy to just go down a path that is comfortable, where you're not seeking everyone's opinion, or you're at least not seeking people's opinions that you know are probably going to be different than yours. We all know that there are a lot of bad business decisions made because they're easy decisions. And the third piece of it is bringing it all together. And this is called perspective coordinating. So this skill is when you are taking the perspectives of others, you are observing all of that information and you are consciously saying, what am I learning from these different perspectives I've received? What does it tell me about each person that I spoke to and how they see their own world? What will be the impact of a decision that I make or a situation on them? How can I communicate back to them using the information that they gave me for my perspective? Also, how does considering these different viewpoints contribute to my own understanding of the situation and help in my decision making? The other part of perspective coordinating is observing either how wide or how small their own perspective is. Are they able to see the bigger picture? It's your job as a leader to think about that and then also understand, is there an opportunity here for me to coach them and to guide them and to give them additional information that would help widen their purview? By doing that, what does this create in terms of their point of view? The goal here is not to necessarily change their perspective for your own benefit. You have to do it from a very positive, intentional perspective But it's just about gathering information and understanding as a leader how others' perspectives can influence your own perspective, but also how you have a responsibility to help others with a growth mindset and to open up their purview if you can see those blind spots. Okay, so we covered some actionable steps that you can put into practice. Perspective taking, perspective seeking, and perspective coordinating. I love these ideas, and I really invite you to put them into practice. So I promised you I would share a personal story of my own about my own perspective changing. So I'm going to go back, way back, when I decided to leave Mars Wrigley after 27 years. I was scared out of my mind. I had stayed there for 27 years based on the fact that It was a secure place to work. After many conversations with my husband, he helped me understand that that wasn't really true. So he challenged my perspective in a very healthy, loving, beautiful way. And he helped me realize that my perspective might have been different than the reality. The truth was, there was a lot of reorganizations happening all the time. Roles were being changed. I had been through many of those organizations, and at any time I could be let go. That was not in my control. And so while I had this perspective that I was in a secure job, the reality is that wasn't the case. And so I decided to go out on my own. So that was was the first perspective change that I had. And that was a big one. I decided to jump off the corporate cliff, and I'm so glad I did. Oh my gosh, I've never looked back. It has been hard work, but it has been absolutely worth it. And another perspective that I had held based on information from my parents and stories from my parents about not getting involved in business with any friends, not doing a business partnership, I had held that with me. When I initially went out on my own after jumping off the corporate cliff, I was in business on my own. I had no intention of having a business partner in my business or working with a business partner. And then came along Lori Tab, who we are both members of the International Coaching Federation, the LA chapter. And we met, it was October November time period of 2019 when we were at the chapter meeting in person. This was pre-COVID. They had us turn to each other and do a quick exercise, which they never did, by the way. But we did, and I don't think we did the exercise. We just started chatting. We made lunch plans the following week. Lunch turned into a three-hour lunch, and we just really hit it off. We became fast friends. We had a lot in common. And the thing I knew about Lori is she wanted to make a big impact, and she was already making a big impact in coaching, But she had big plans and big goals, and I knew instantly she was the kind of person that was going to make it happen. And this was inspiring for me because I had the same plans and the same dedication to making things happen and making a big impact in the world. And so our story is that we became accountability partners. So since we had both come from large organizations and big teams, being a solopreneur was frankly lonely. So, we had Monday morning meetings where we would plan out our goals for the week. And then we would hold each other accountable to those goals. We would share best practices and share coaching tools. Then, COVID hit. What we were both finding in our practices is we were mostly coaching women at that time. And a lot of women were using COVID as a great reassessment. They were reassessing their careers, reassessing their lives reassessing what was making them happy and fulfilled. A lot of women were also looking for community, but they didn't have a way, they they weren't sure where to find it. Yes, there were industry organizations, but they were really looking for a place outside of quote unquote professional networking where they could have a place to share their hopes, their concerns, their fears as leaders. There wasn't really a place at the time for them to do that. So Lori and I decided to create it together. One of us said, hey, I'm thinking about creating a group coaching program for women. And the other person said, hey, why don't we do it together? So we formed Women Leading Powerfully, the Leadership Lab, which became a 12-week program. And we kicked off our first cohort in June of 2020, so just a couple months after COVID happened. And it was wildly successful. The women loved it. They had such rich insights and impact coming out of that program. And we ran it seven more times. Through the process, we realized that, you know, we needed to solidify a company together, but we hadn't really announced it formally to our consumers. But just from a business perspective, from a systems perspective, it was just easier for us to, you know, take money and just on the back end have this mutual company together. One of the perspectives that I had was not necessarily having a business partner. What I can tell you is being conscious about my perspective, sitting down with my perspective, reassessing my perspective, what was influencing that perspective, my values, old limiting beliefs, old stories. While my husband was here, um, because he passed in May, We had those conversations. Where he helped me land was that Lori and I shared the same values. And just like any relationship, marriage, friendship, business partnership, you have to have the same values. It became very clear to me that Lori and I had the same values. We had the same hopes and dreams for our business. So we solidified our company, and now we are formally announcing it to the world. So we are part of Momentum Partners. We are co-founders of Momentum Partners Group, and we are super excited to essentially be going all in together on this business. So thank you for listening to our story and letting me share it because I did want to share it with you. And now I'm excited to share some new news with you. Momentum Partners is now presenting you the M Power podcast. So the podcast is changing names. The reason behind that is because we really believe that you are empowered to make decisions for your leadership, to lean into your authentic leadership. And our goal is to give you the skills, the conversations, the provocations to really empower you to make those changes. We are all about turning insights into action. That is our whole motto, and that is exactly what we are going to continue doing on the podcast. So what will you see change on the podcast as reflected in this new business proposition? Not much, honestly. You are still going to get conversations with premier thought leaders in the field. You are going to get conversations from me And occasionally, Lori's going to be on the podcast as well. You can go back and listen to episode 99, where we had a conversation about how to quiet the saboteur and reach your goals. That was a great episode. I was super excited to have Lori on the podcast. And the funniest part is, is that one of my saboteurs, the hyperachiever saboteur, was getting in my way. It wasn't until I had this change in perspective that I realized I don't have to do everything on my own. That was my hyperachiever saboteur saying that I have to do everything, I have to do it perfectly, and I have to do it on my own because that's the way it's going to best get done. But if I wouldn't have changed my perspective, if I wouldn't have sat down and taken the time to really reflect on not only what I was thinking, but why I was thinking it, I would have missed out on a great partnership. I am thrilled to be partnering with Lori. We are officially shutting down our individual companies, going all in on Momentum Partners, and I couldn't be more thrilled. And this was all due to a perspective change. What I know about working with Lori is that she adds to my perspective. Yes, I am very confident and feel like I have a lot to offer. Lori feels the same way. But what we know is that together, we are better. Together, we create something more than we could create on our own. And it's so synergistic. It's so complementary. We bring great strengths to the table, each of us. And we complement each other's areas that we might have weaknesses in. So enough about us. Let me tell you how Momentum Partners might help you or your organization Essentially, Momentum Partners develops leadership experiences that help transform into powerful leadership growth. And what we know is the results from our programs are sustainable. We are creating transformational growth in leaders and their teams. So if you're interested in any of our programs, we run a leadership lab program, which is a co-ed program for established leaders to help with their personal awareness, their influencing skills, how to deal with difficult conversations, how to deliver performance management, all of those different types of topics. Essentially, we're helping leaders develop more leadership impact for themselves, for their teams, and for the bottom line. We also do workshops, we do lunch and learns, we work with a lot of companies, with their ERG groups, where we can deliver specialized and customized workshops. And we also do one-on-one executive coaching. So we invite you to reach out to our website, which is MomentumPartnersGroup.com or Natalie at Momentum Partners Group or Lori at MomentumPartnersGroup.com. And we would be happy to set up a discovery call to talk about the unique coaching needs for you and your organization. I want to talk about one more change with the transition to the Empower podcast. We are moving to a bi-weekly schedule. It works best for our business model. It works best in terms of continuing to deliver a quality product for you, my listeners, who are the utmost importance to me. So I will look forward to seeing you here every other week on Wednesdays. We will still be releasing on Wednesdays. And I'm excited to continue the journey with you. So thank you for being on this journey as we transition to the M Power podcast. I can't wait for more great things to come of this change. It's just one more example of how changing your perspective can lead you into a better, more fulfilling place. So I invite you to do that. DM me, email me, With any successes that you're having, I want to hear about them. I get so excited when I hear how the podcast is making an impact in your life. So thank you for being here with me this week. And thank you for walking alongside of me as I go through these changes in my business that are so exciting. I look forward to seeing you back here in two weeks. So I'll see you then. Take care and be good to yourself. Bye for now.